Welcome to Literally, the podcast where we literally take you through the entire process of building a business and creating a lit up life. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach for high-performing women that want to live a lit up life while creating the impact and income they desire in their business. I bring my unique education and expertise to the table to help my clients create big results and move through big blocks. What makes this podcast so unique is that you'll hear one client's weekly coaching sessions for six months. These are recordings of our actual coaching sessions, so you'll see their unique challenges and strategies, their ups and downs, and their wins and losses. You'll also get to hear exactly how I coach them through it. I'm so excited for you to join us on this behind-the-scenes journey and gain insight into building your own lit-up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to session one of season five. I am so excited for this season. I feel like we are bringing something totally different to the table than we ever have before, which is always my goal is to keep showing you different sides and different aspects of growing your business. And so really feel like this new season is going to do that in such a cool and different way. I'm so excited for you to get to know Erica more and just really pumped for this journey. So if you are listening for the first time, thank you so much for being here. If you've been listening through all of our last seasons, I appreciate you more than you know. So let's dive in and start our next season. Okay, so we'll just start with kind of some housekeeping stuff really quickly and then we'll dive in. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to add you to Basecamp today. You haven't used Basecamp before. Is that right? No. Okay. So it's pretty intuitive, um, like for the most part, but I'll just kind of go over a couple little pieces with you. And then obviously if you have any questions, just let me know. Um, once you get in there and I can always make you a video or something, but you're, first of all, you'll get an email from Basecamp, not me. So just kind of be on the lookout for that today and I'll add you to our project. Um, the sections we're going to use the most, the first one is called campfire. So it's basically like chatting around the campfire. So that's where you can like, let me know questions, celebrations, updates, all that kind of stuff. So basically like all of our like chats and interaction will be in campfire. Mm-hmm. Um, next section is to do's. So after each of our calls, I'll give you to do's. Um, you can also give me to do's. I know we talked about that a little bit, but like, you know, if you want me to review, um, you know, the sales page that you had written or something like that, you could give me a to do that said to review that. Um, obviously they're not like all encompassing of everything you need to do in your business. So feel free to add your own there too. Like if it's easiest for you to manage your to do list there, you can use that as much as you need to. Um, And then the last section is documents and files. So I have a a very strong preference for Google Docs (laughs) Um, because I like to be able to give you specific, not general feedback. So I'd love love to be able to like highlight a sentence versus like add more results or whatever, you know. Um, So if you ever want me to review anything, just throw it in a Google Doc and Basecamp will link, let you link it up in the documents and files section. Perfect. Everything's in Google Docs, so that's easy. Perfect. Um, only like little thing to remember about Basecamp is if you're chatting in Campfire, like I'll always get notified of that. But if you like upload a document or give me a to do, you have to tag me. So it's basically just like on Facebook or whatever at symbol and then my name will pop up. Um, otherwise it won't notify me. Um, I'll always respond to you within 24 hours. So if I don't, 
it definitely means I missed it. (laughs) Don't like give me the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, maybe she's just having a busy week. Like I'm on that 24 hour thing. So um, if not, I missed it. So you can always re-tag me. Obviously that doesn't happen a lot, but with tech, it totally can. Yeah. And uh, now if you give me like a, a long sales page tribute, it won't be done in 24 hours, but you'll get a note back from me saying, hey, I got this and I'll have it done by X date. Usually for longer form content, give me about a week, um, but I'll usually get it done in less. Uh, but I'll let you know at least that I got it. So you're not kind of like wondering and waiting. Um, I think that's it with Basecamp. You're all set up with sessions in Satori, right? Yes. Megan got that. Cool. And then really last thing is just how, like in terms of base camp usage, like let it flow with what feels good to you. Like there might be some weeks where you reach out every day and there might be some weeks where you don't reach out at all. And either is okay with me. Like I want it to be practice for just like getting your needs met in whatever way that is. So don't feel like I asked a question yesterday, so I can't ask another one today, or I'm supposed to say something this week. So Lacey knows I'm like doing shit or whatever, like none of that, like use it in whatever way feels good to you. Um, and use it whenever feels good to you. Like, obviously we're on different time zones. So, um, feel free to be in there whenever you need to be in there. Like I won't be in there at the same time, but don't feel like, Oh, I have to wait. Like I don't have notifications on or anything like that. So be in there, use it as much as you need to, whenever you need to. Um, and then mostly just keep me posted on like what's feeling good and what's not like, you're never going to, um, hurt my feelings with feedback. Like the only way you would hurt my feelings is if we got to the end of this and you didn't have a good experience and I didn't know about it. So tell me like, you know, I love it when you coach me like this. I hate when you give me to do's like this, whatever, just keep me posted. Tell me what's feeling good and what's not. And we'll find our rhythm and flow together. Does that sound good? Perfect. Yes. Okay. That is my TED talk. It is over. <laughs> Done. Any questions you have for me? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Um, no, and I appreciate the permission to just, yeah, permission to use you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's exactly what I'm here for. You might as well use it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good, good. Okay. So give me, give me like a lay of the land, like a little brain dump. I know you just launched, you have a lot of stuff going on. So kind of brain dump for me and we'll go from there. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what I wrote in the form that I filled out, but yes, the launch were. I mean, part one has finished. Part two starts tomorrow. So I'm really excited. Um, I want to celebrate that I, I mean, I think I write really good sales emails. (laughs) Yes. Well, obviously your people think you do too. Yeah. So, uh, so that's been feeling really fun because I kind of reused pretty much the same sales emails from last launch for part one. But then part two didn't make sense because it happened over the New Year's, like oh. New Year's Eve. So I was like, oh, fuck, now I have to write new emails. But then I did it and I was like, oh, this is fun. Um, so they came together really beautifully. I'm excited to send them out and and see what happens. I uh, I did a little spreadsheet. I'll share that with you. Okay. Um, on the sales numbers and like stats and all of that. And I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. Well, maybe I'm a little bit surprised of how like turned on statistics make me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like loving this. Like you're like 
make it a spreadsheet and all the things. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to see, I compared numbers compared to last time, to this time, uh, total revenue because uh, the price has increased, well, it's doubled. Um, so I could see like day day by day how we were doing, um, which was really exciting. And we're already above what we did in total last time. Amazing. So, and you raised yeah. the price. And yes. Got to reuse emails. Like it's cool how you can see how it gets easier each time, right? Yeah, it was so much easier this time. Um, so that's super exciting. Um, so yeah, so I just want to like acknowledge the beautiful work. We also redid, redesigned the PDF. Uh, so it's much more on brand and beautiful and just feels so, it feels like the perfect offer, honestly. Yeah to have as in like a threshold kind of entry place for people. Mm -hmm. And also, so like, honestly, in my, well, in my opinion, it's a bargain. <laughs> it's definitely a bargain. <laughs> it's definitely a bargain. Definitely I mean, everything's relative, but in terms <laughs> of like what you get and how well done it is and how beautiful and how it keeps giving, I'm just really proud of the offer and really sold on it myself and so excited to share it with people. So isn't it funny how that's what it is? It's like, you're so sold on it. So like your excitement to even like write a sales email, share it or whatever is just so present, right? So I think it's so helpful to hear Erica talking here about how launching really has gotten easier for her on this second round and how such a big part of that is being sold on herself first. Um, you guys know that that is one of the tenets I am always preaching is get sold on yourself first. And I feel like she is just such a great example of that here where she is so sold on the program and what she's delivering. And so it makes it so much easier to go into a launch. And part of the reason she's able to feel like that is because she's done it before. So I think that's really important. Like giving yourself the ability to launch the same thing multiple times, I think is such a gift in business in terms of seeing how much easier it can get, how much better it can get, how much more sold on it you can get. So if you are at that point, I would just so encourage you. Remember the first launch is always going to be the toughest usually and doing it again makes it just get easier and easier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm just, yeah, so grateful for my VA, who's also my designer. Like she does everything. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's just all coming together so beautifully. So I'm excited and, uh, to see how we do now over the next four days. Um, also feeling a little bit of like, Oh, maybe no one signs up. Well, if no one signs up, then we're still good. Uh, so it's like a win, a win-win either way. Absolutely. Well, you already like, what did you say? Almost like doubled your numbers. So now at this point, it's kind of like all positive. Like you can't like it's you already won. Like there's nothing like it can still get good, but like there's nothing like else. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that feels really wonderful. And I don't feel the same like intense contraction as I did compared to last time after launching. I mean, exhausted or burnt out is absolutely an exaggeration, but it felt like I had spent all my energy um, mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. launching the first time. And I think I went quiet for like two weeks. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Instagram. I can't be fucked posting about <laughs> 
anything. Fuck off. <laughs> so just empty on energy because it, mm-hmm. it had taken me so much to post and write and communicate. And now it feels like I've been maybe a little bit more quiet and especially more quiet with my team. Well, my team is just one person, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Counts as a team. Um, and, uh, and don't feel that same level of like, ugh, I'm spent, which also feels really, really beautiful and wonderful evidence of how my capacity to do things has grown. Yeah. What do you think is the difference there? Like, is there something that feels really clearly different or do you feel like it's just like how you're kind of showing up in it? I think one important difference is that last time I created everything from scratch. So that took a lot of energy Yep. at the same time as I was selling and promoting and just uh, holding the vision for the experience. It was also the first time I launched it. So I didn't know if it was, I mean, I trusted, I know the practices work, but I, had not received anyone's feedback and it all felt so unknown. Um, this time I have amazing social proof and evidence from people who've gone through it. Everything's pretty much created. I just had to tweak a few things. Um, I had just hired the VA when I did the mm-hmm. last launch. So we were just getting to know each other. And like, there were so many, so many executive, like executive and final decisions to be made. And now is, was pretty much just press play and tweak some things. That's so true. And I think what's so helpful to see is that like, that was okay. Like, it's not like there was anything wrong or bad that you did last time. It was just the nature of it being like first time launch, growing team, all that kind of stuff. And like, you letting yourself go through that is what's paying off so much now, but it's so hard to see that when you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is wonderful. And, uh, makes me, I mean, creates a sense of pride and, and, and joy and ease inside of me. And just also gives me a confidence to do it again with creating the next course and the next offer. And I guess growing the team as well, that there's, it always takes a lot more energy to create it the first time or do it. And then that helps, but Yes. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Like once you have that evidence once it's so, it feels so much easier to go through it again for the next thing, because you have the evidence of how it pays off. So you've like laid so much of that groundwork now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, it's been a good month. Um, as I share with you in the email. Um, so that feels really wonderful. And then, and then my brain goes, yeah, but what about next month? And what about next month? And what about the month yeah. after that? And you said you weren't going to launch this product again till December. And we don't have another one ready yet. And you haven't done the videos that you were meant to do because life got in the way. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> easy <It's so> now. <laughs> I think like the thing I would say there, and we can like talk about specifics of like what makes sense in terms of like sales calendar and stuff like that. But I think what's so helpful to think about there is I've never ever seen someone like expand their income that that hasn't been the thought, (laughs) right? Like that's almost what comes with it is like that first time we hit that next level, our brains immediately are like, but how will I repeat it? And it doesn't make sense. And so it's like, just like you're almost like recalibrating to that new normal, but it's like, that's part of it almost. So I feel like, like 
it doesn't mean like, oh, well, gosh, you should already know that or like no one feels that way. It's like no one knows and everyone feels that way. So I think it's just like a good normalization of like that's kind of at least what I see. Like that's kind of just part of the process. Does that make sense? So how will I repeat this (laughs) is one of the most common feelings and questions I see as we grow in business. I hear that from pretty much every single client I've ever had when they hit a new level. I personally ask myself that whenever I hit a new level, like I think it is so normal to question that, to wonder about that. And that's what those big up levels like are so good, but they also do bring up this question and make us go there. So I just really want to share that to normalize it. Like I feel like we can feel so alone in that. It can feel like, oh, everybody else that's growing knows exactly how they'll do it again, exactly how they'll repeat it, exactly what that looks like. And I'm just here to tell you that actually every single person asks that question, self-included. So if how will I repeat this is coming up for you, the best thing you can do instead of making that wrong is be like, that's so funny. This is such a normal question. Instead of feeling like you're doing something wrong for asking that question, or you should know the answer or whatever, just like such a moment to be able to laugh at yourself. And remember, everyone feels that way. You will probably feel that way multiple times throughout your business. And it is so normal and so okay. And it really means you've just hit a big up level. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't mind if it drops. Like I don't, yeah. it doesn't have to stay at this level every month. And obviously with two really good months and, uh, and more stuff have come in from other places as well. Um, there's a, there's a sense of ease of like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's built like there's a reservoir of, yes. mm-hmm. of money in the bank account that's building up. And so it doesn't have to be the same every month. Obviously, I would love for it to be and even more and, and more and more, but it doesn't have to be in order for it to feel like valuable or good or whatever. Like I don't make a story around it that way, but at the same time, and this is why I'm so excited to work with you and create structure and strategy and really like amazing plan for everything and offers to really do have a secure like projected a pretty uh accurate projection of what yep. every month will bring in because that's really what I want for it to feel like well this is a proper business and I know what will make money and I just have to press play I love that when Erica was talking about this launch, she says that it doesn't have to look a certain way for it to feel good or valuable, right? That seasoned mindset is so crucial. Like you just know that this human has done her work around some of this, because when you can be in the middle of a launch and know that like your program is still good and valuable and the work you're putting out is amazing, regardless of what that outcome looks like you feel so amazing in your business and you have so much power in your business when it feels like if this doesn't land in a certain way it means it's not good or valuable it is so freaking tough to move through a launch it's so tough to not get stuck in different ways so i just really wanted to point that out and kind of remind us of how beautiful it is to have that mindset and give you permission to adopt it as well which is that it doesn't have to look a certain way for it to feel good or valuable so much important energy permission and mindset in that and i hope you can just take that on board this week 
totally. It's like you're okay if there is some <clears throat> fluctuation based on launches and stuff, but you want to feel like there's some predictability to the fluctuation, not like it's yeah. just kind of like, well, we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So tell me what you have coming up. So w- maybe walk me through, like, we have second part of this launch. It's about, what, four days, right? Yeah. So the launch ends in June. Then July, I work two weeks. Then I take three wa- three weeks off. And I was actually thinking about, like, well, it's summer, so why don't we just make it kind of four weeks? <laughs> I've had a good month. <laughs> like, fuck it. I don't have to work. <laughs> um, but... Definitely three weeks completely offline. And then my plan was to launch the other course in August sometime. Okay. But realistically, the way that I've been able to like keep up the, the creation like, process and timeline, yeah. I think it will be September. Okay. Um, cause I don't want to launch while I'm creating it because life is just really busy. Um, and I don't want to put myself under that like knife. A hundred percent. Yes. Like, you know how that would go. Basically, you can guess that that would, <laughs> that that would be really rough. Like, let's not do that. Mm. Let's not do that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, late August or mid September maybe is when we could launch something. Um, it's a higher, a uh, higher cost. So around 500 to 700 euros, depending on the enrollment phase or like enrollment time and payment plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it would run for 10 weeks. When does the June program finish? Or is it like pretty much just kind of like? It's it's a self-study thing. That's yeah, why yeah. it's so good. Um, yeah. But they get emails for six weeks okay. and it has two live calls. So the live cl- calls end before I go on holiday and then they're basically on their own with just emails and their practices. So okay. do you do um, or have you done, I guess the answer is maybe no, but let's see because you haven't kind of launched them back to back before, but like when that one ends, let's say in July, are we, can we move them to a wait list for the September? We could. Okay. Yeah. Does that transition make sense? Like this program to that program? Like, would that be the the natural progression for them? 100%. Yes. That's why this is like 99 euros. It's a no brainer. And then they ought to want to buy more. (laughs) Yep. Totally. Yeah. Okay. And that this program is just the PDF with the practices, the emails and two live calls. The other course is like full on modules with videos and comment section and live calls every week. Like it's a full course experience like you would expect from an online course. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I think we should definitely do a waitlist page because that's really nice for you because it doesn't feel like you have to speed up the process then, but it lets them know what's coming and kind of gives them that like, you know, excitement of like, Ooh, this thing is coming soon. Like I can't wait to do that versus almost feeling like now this has ended. Like there's something else to, to look forward to. Does that make sense? Yes. And we should definitely send that to the hundred people that bought the same offer last time. Exactly. 
Um, and they, when they signed up, they got a bonus for a 10% discount for another offer in 2021. So I think a lot of those people are warm already and waiting for something else. Um, so definitely. And then my, my desire would be to like launch back to back. Like I don't mind that as long as the content is in, enticing and exciting and um, wonderful to read. Like um, I follow this business mentor. I don't know what he calls himself, but Ramit Sethi, I think is, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know how you pronounce his name. You know who he is? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't follow him, but I do know who he is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't not, like I don't follow closely enough, so I'm not sure if I'll know yeah. what you mean. But yes, they do know who he is. <laughs> I mean, I get his newsletter, and honestly, it's insane. He launches all the fucking time. <laughs> but as a receiver, I don't mind because the emails right. are so so rich in mm-hmm. in content and in in relationship, and and so I don't mind. A hundred percent. It's so much more about like what's the relationship you're building with your audience and like are you selling to them or not like it's part of business it's more just like how much are we cultivating that relationship right mm-hmm. yeah but obviously with one offer we could, <laughs> it'll be hard <laughs> but he's got like i don't know how many he's got i'm surprised <laughs> so tell me when you and i had talked we had also talked about like is there a higher level offer on top of that what is your experience or feeling around any one-on-one stuff, like just give me like a little bit of like a brain dump around what you're thinking. Like we have these two kind of core uh, starting offers. What does it look like after that? Yeah. So I have my one-on-one coaching for sex coaching and for birth coaching. Um, I currently have one birth coaching client and seven one-on-one clients. Okay. Mm -hmm. Five, seven, less than 10. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. I don't know exactly. Maybe I should know. Um, and all of that is going really well to just extended. Um, and I just doubled my prices. So good. So I can have less clients. Yep. Because I see with creating courses and running courses, something's got to give, uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, but de- definitely there's a desire to continue with one-on-one clients and have, uh, have it never cost less than it does now, which is 6,000 euros for a one-on-one package for 10 okay. sessions. How long's the package? About 10 months. Okay. It's pretty fluid. So because it's sex coaching and it goes really deep and it's not like it, it involves so much of like deep emotional and body work. Um, I keep it kind of fluid. So that's why um, I, it's not like an, an exact like, you know, six months or whatever, but about, about, a, about a session per month. Okay. Um, yeah. And I do minimum five sessions. So it's either a five session package or a 10 session package. Okay. Um, but there is a desire also to do some kind of, like mastermind because the group energy is so powerful and there are so many amazing things that can happen in the group environment in the group Mm -hmm. setting with this type of work. Um, And I do feel a longing for, for having that kind of group. The thing that's been holding me back is honestly time zone or like, like I don't want to work evenings Mm -hmm. and with, 
a group program, I've been feeling like, oh, but then it has to be an evening call Swedish time to accommodate to Swedish people who work daytime, to accommodate U.S. time zones. And uh, and I don't want to do that. You're six hours difference from me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Central European time. Yeah. So what if you just don't do that? Yeah, but then, I mean, I could do... See, the thing is, with the son, with a crazy boy, who's two and a half, <laughs> there's like either when he's sleeping or right. when he's definitely not at home. Right. And definitely not at home or if he's home from daycare, if he's sick, yep. then it would be like 12 p.m., 12 midday that he would sleep. And I just don't know if people would be available for that call and... Maybe they would be. <laughs> well, here's what I think is helpful is I feel like it's almost like how do I like even if like there were people that missed out, even if there were people that couldn't make it, like how do I make it work for me kind of thing? So it's like if I really want to do it, then maybe I am getting up at 6 a.m. to do it. Maybe that works really well for me because it's before work. Maybe, who knows? Like you almost can't predict it, but it's like that you don't want that to be a reason you don't do it either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. And I realize that it's a, like, it's a belief and a kind of conviction that I have. And I remember when I, I just thought of this now. I haven't even, I haven't thought of, I haven't connected the dots before. <laughs> this is, this is hilarious, actually. Uh, well, to me, it is. <laughs> but when I started doing coaching, uh, because I had worked with an, a big American coach and, you know, in her company and lots of Americans, um, and I did an, a coaching program that's based in the U.S. It was online, mm -hmm. but like mostly U.S. people, like it was also U.S. centered and coaching yep. to me was like, this is something people do in the U.S. Mm. Um, there are no Europeans that would ever pay this kind of money or whatever, like all of these stories around. It'll work in the U.S. It will work for all the U.S. coaches but mm. it won't work for the Europeans. And I know I'm not the only European to feel that way. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I used to get this question a lot from other European coaches. Um, and I only had U.S. clients for the first, yeah. I think, six months or so. And then one day when I was talking to a Swedish friend who's a coach, and she's like, you just have to decide that you are getting European clients. And I was like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> from here on... <laughs> I only, I only coach, um, Europeans or people on the East coast yeah. in the, in the <laughs> right. US. Um, and, and I could took a couple of weeks and then I had a European, um, person reach <laughs> out and now I have mostly Europeans. And the first person to buy my increased price was a Danish woman. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting? And they all, they, it's all daytime. Yep. And they have kids and they have daytime jobs. And yeah, so obviously I just answered my own question. Yes. that I mean, I think like that nail on the head, right? Like it's, it's like just not a, not a fair, true, accurate reason not to do it. Just a, a thought that you can shift, right? So this is just a little reminder that it totally is okay to not work in the evenings and to set a boundary and to be clear on that on your sales page, obviously all the things Eric and I are talking through here, but I think it's just so important 
um, to notice the ways in which we can sometimes make up these stories. Like, is it okay if I don't work in the evenings? Is it okay if this call time is more convenient for me than I think it might be for people in XYZ time zone? And I think it's just so important to remember so much of why we started these businesses. And I don't mean this in a way of like, don't serve your people or that you don't need to, you know, bring value. But I do mean that a lot of us started them for more flexibility, more balance, things like that. And so if we don't give ourselves the permission to find that, it's so easy to quickly dislike and resent what we're doing. And so if I know that I'm going to resent that evening call every time, then I almost have to set a boundary there or I'm setting myself up to dislike my business long-term, which is a whole other big problem than someone not signing up because of a time issue, right? It's a much bigger, pervasive, more long-term problem. So I really just say that to remind you how important this is. I think it is so easy to feel like we're supposed to make concessions instead of remembering that liking your business and enjoying showing up for it in a macro way is ultimately what's going to create long-term success and sustainability. So for you, if that means not working weekends, or if that means picking a time before you, you know, run the program and putting that on the sales page, whatever that is, just remember that it's not just permission to do that, but how important it is to do that and how important it is to the long-term sustainability, success, all of those things of your business to do that as well. Yeah. And I literally thought about this, I think yesterday, because I knew that we would be talking about what I want to do and like, what's the timeline and I want to create a really solid launch plan and, you know, work steadily towards creating everything in a, at a really steady, slow, gentle pace. Um, and immediately that thought came up, but, oh, you can't do a mastermind because then you have mm. to work evenings. So I was like, oh, fuck, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, bummer, going <laughs> to missing out on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm defeated, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's so funny how, how easily our brains go there, right? Mm. Yeah. But yeah. also not true. Okay, so we're doing a mastermind. We're doing a mastermind. <laughs> yes. That's anxiety. It's not a, it's not a fair objection. Um, so if we're doing September 10 weeks, September. I mean, I could run a mastermind simultaneously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as long as, as long as enough is created for the course so that it doesn't get like really uh like crunchy in the schedule or because i'd rather create the whole whole course before launching it flip it so launching the mastermind first Mm -hmm. and the course second I mean, I don't have a preference there. Walk me through the difference there. Like, obviously there is one, but like, just walk me through like vision for a mastermind as it compares to course. Or if you haven't thought it through that far yet, that's okay too. Cause obviously you weren't doing it. Cause sometimes <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've thought it through. Like I have a name and. <laughs> okay. Give me some specifics. I know you're very, very into your name. So you don't have to say that. But I will not say my name specific. publicly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening just have to wait and see. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, 
No, but I wanted really to be around uh, using your sexuality as a driving force for everything that you create in your life. So the course is really a masturbation course, like pretty much like want to have a cervical orgasm. There's a cervical orgasm module. Want to have a vaginal orgasm? Here, I'll teach you everything about vaginal orgasm, anal orgasms. Like, that's the course. It's very <clears throat> practical. Yeah. Encouraging, fun, celebratory, uh, super fun and vibrant. But really, like, like, it really, like, it's the sex that you never got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In a really fun, juicy, sexy sex positive, pleasure positive package, um, with a lot of support and community. So that's the course. And then the mastermind is like, get to know your sexuality as a, as the fuel for your life. Like the, the thing that will make you excel in whatever area you want to excel. Like how do you tap into your sexuality feel fucking badass and unstoppable, unapologetic and shameless and, and like run your life from that place. I love that. Mm. I think I have a new name for it actually. Ah, it's just strange, but it's the name and then the tagline. So it's done. Okay. 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 The old name is the tagline, <laughs> but the old, it's part of it. Cause the old name is good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> okay, you'll have to message me it. I will. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, the course itself is not necessarily like a prerequisite to the mastermind. It could be. And that's why I thought about, so when I thought about this, my launch timeline before, I was thinking course mastermind but now we already launched a small course mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's already hundred people who were in it last time. So there's a lot of people and I have a good list and I've been doing lots of stuff. There's 600 people in the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, You're very good at like nurturing your people too. Like you've been super consistent with showing up for them. Yes. So I think they, like my audience is ready for a mastermind, but mm-hmm. just like, like a correct time or a, there, I mean, there's obviously not incorrect or correct yes. or whatever, but like maybe a more suitable way would be like smaller, a little bit bigger and then a mastermind, but it really doesn't matter. I think. Yeah. Listen, I think you have an audience that's ready to buy from you kind of no matter how you slice it, but I actually really like the idea of doing the mastermind first potentially. And I'll tell you why, because you don't have to prep in the same way for that. Right. That's what I was feeling as well. I just want to like meditate on it, create, they get the recording, they get maybe two practices and a PDF. Yep. But the real thing is the connection, the transmission, maybe a couple of one-on-one sessions, but there's not this like massive foundation that I have to create with videos and all of the things. Yep. Um, that is fun. I love the creation, but. That's why I've been really wanting to do a mastermind for a long time, but <laughs> fuck me, the time zone. Help <laughs> <laughs> <Held> me back. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you about this forever now. I don't know if you have uh, heard, but I did a oh, podcast no. with my client, Julia, <laughs> and time zones were like her thing for a while. It was like... I'm blushing. <laughs> everything was time zone related. It was like the biggest deal in the world. And now we joke 
about it all the time. So I'm gonna, every time you have a problem, I'm going to be like, but is it as bad as the times? So. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got this out of my system the first session. Yes. <laughs> got that out of the way. Totally fine. I think it is so interesting how our brains have us write things off for such interesting reasons, right? Like Erica almost writing off the mastermind because of time zones. And this is why I believe in literally so much and showcasing and coaching in this way, because when we see it in someone else, it's so easy to be like, wait, but no, that's not a reason not to do it. Like, come on, right? And just so, so important to see that in someone else where we can really look at the fact that like, oh, it's funny what stories we make up that aren't true. It's funny that like, I feel like I can't do this because of time zones and that's not really accurate, but that's why it's so helpful to see it in someone else because it makes us go, where am I doing that to myself? Or to go, where am I doing that to myself? And then how can I give myself grace around that instead of making myself wrong? So that would just be my call to you. Like, do you feel like there are any stories that you have right now around something you can't do? And do you like your reason? Is it a good reason? Like really be willing to look at, am I bought into this reason, right? Because when Erica stops and looks at, am I really bought into the fact that time zones are the reason I can't do this? The answer is decidedly no, but we have to take the time to look at it and ask that. So highly recommend doing the same for yourself. What are you feeling like you can't do? And do you really buy into that reason? But yeah, like I think with like the, like, so in July, you're taking that time. And so then to come back and have to create then sell the course that, like so quickly, I think is going to be pressured no matter how you kind of slice that. So I feel like the idea of like the mastermind is so good. And like you said, like you have people that are really ready for a bigger step with you and that maybe have been for quite some time. Um, and then the other course can serve as a great down sell where like if the mastermind um, wasn't the right fit for them and they saw that launch, but it wasn't the thing Then, like maybe in, you know, more end of the year, early next year course comes out. Yeah. Yeah. We could even, I mean, and this is really how I want to run my business and I just feel emotional thinking about it. I really want to feel like there is never any in emergencies. There's never any pressure to do anything and there's never a deadline that can't be missed or an email that can be sent out and explain like hey I know I said I was going to do this but you know what <laughs> I can't I'm going to do this instead yeah I will do a different thing and I love you but please be patient and every time I do it people are really understanding and if they're if they're not then it's like bitch get the fuck out get off my mm-hmm. list <laughs> totally well and listen like I think So much of what's important about the work you do too is that you're modeling things for people, right? And so if you're doing work that's so rooted and grounded in like pleasure and femininity and all of these things, and then you're like, but deadlines and pressure and whatever, (laughs) like you're not getting to like be the embodiment of what is so important to you, right? So something that can happen is that we feel so much urgency to put out or launch the next thing, especially if we have warm leads or people that, you know, are finishing a program or, or, you know, a really warm audience. We can feel like we need to be launching all the time. And ultimately that can really put us in a difficult position, just like Erica feeling like she needs to come back from, you know, her summer trip and being away for a few weeks and come right back into launching a course that hasn't even been built yet, which, you know, can be a very intense first launch sometimes. So 
I think what's really beautiful here is just the permission for it not to be an emergency. Personally, like nothing is an emergency is one of my like biggest tenants in business, both for myself and my team. And so I think that really applies here in terms of like, there are other things we can do, right? Like we can create a wait list. We can tell them what's coming. We can get people excited without having to make it an emergency to rush right back into that. So just giving you permission to think about that in your own business. Like if it was an emergency or you didn't feel rushed to like have to put out the next thing or, you know, sell the next piece, like what are the other opportunities there for you? Like, can you drum up excitement? Can you let them know what's coming? Can you do a wait list? And can you do it in a way so that it doesn't feel like you have to react as though it is an emergency? And I think that's such a beautiful way to look at it and such a gift to give to yourself and your business. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So yeah, we could do the mastermind, continue enrolling new uh, one-on-one clients, create the course in a really uh at a really grounded pace and the th- and the thing that is also really good about taking more time when i create this course is that i am really letting it how to say this so i had an idea of what it was going to be like and then i moved the deadline forward and i uh so i've already moved it forward once um and during that time and during that reflection i was like this is fucked like this course is going to be shit honestly because (laughs) i mean in in terms of the structure and the content it didn't make sense when Mm. i really slowed down and looked at it and thought about it from the user experience Mm. i was like no it can't be five weeks it has to be 10 weeks and we'll spread out the modules and we'll do this and this and this differently so i had my uh, va redo the sales page and she was fine and i extended her deadline and everything and (laughs) she was like are you crazy i'm like yes (laughs) But I'll pay <laughs> yes, you for well it <laughs> and go to bed now because um, she was getting super stressed. Um, but then I was thinking about it and I even want to scale it back even further and simplify it even more. And I would mm. not have had that clarity if I had not given myself the time to really think about it. So, So yeah. that's also a really good thing. Absolutely. And I think what what's so helpful to see about what you're trying to build and what you're going to build is this body of work where it's timeless and you can reuse it again and again, and you can like relaunch this course. So you want to feel so solid and good about it. Not that we have to get perfection around it, but in terms of like feeling like this is the thing I want to put out into the world is so valuable. And the mastermind's been that tug for a little while too. So it's like you're, you can almost like rest in knowing that that's like been the pull, right? Yes. And in terms of the mastermind format, like that's basically what I've been doing for the last two years, yep. but just not in my own, like within my own brand and business, but in a different, in a different way, in a different format. So I could like literally go to bed, wake up in the morning and teach it without preparing. Yes. So I mean, not good. that I would, but I could, <laughs> <laughs> but you could. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's change up then what we were talking about before, where instead of a waitlist page for the program or for the course, it's for the mastermind. I feel like your audience is going to freak out. Yes. I'm so excited to shove this down their faces. (laughs) They're like waiting for this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Down their faces, up their pussies. (laughs) 
so good. I think that also it helps you in a sense of like when you're away, it doesn't feel like there's this looming thing when you come back. It feels like you're getting in so much pleasure and then you get to come back and launch this thing that again, like you could do with your eyes closed. Yeah. I immediately got the vision that instead of coming back and even during the holiday feeling like, oh, I'm about to like start like climbing fucking, Mm -hmm. you know, Mount Pussy Everest, whatever. (laughs) It feels (laughs) like I'm coming back and it's just downhill in a way. Obviously there's a sales page to be written and emails and all of that, but that's easy. Um, Then that can be done in like no more than two weeks. Yeah, totally. Easy. Mm -hmm. And then it's just creating the modules and really, I don't even have to create, I have to create one like per by week, week by week as the mastermind is delivered because it will be, it will be so live and connected to what they're going through and what we're moving through and what's coming up. Um, and it will be daytime. <laughs> And it will be daytime. And so you will like not even have to worry about it. You're going to be on. <laughs> 12 p.m. mastermind. Who would have thought? And like the, the beautiful thing about that is you just put that on your sales page. Like it's almost like just like holding that boundary for yourself where it's like on the sales page. It literally says like calls will be held at this time. You know what I mean? Like you just yes. kind of get to own that. 100%. Yes. It will be upfront, center, these are the call dates, times. If you can't make it, we record, we send it to you. Yep. But I know I have a friend, a coach. She's a friend coach in Australia and she just joined the US mastermind and she can't join the live calls, but she's, she was like, I really wanted the, I wanted the container. Yeah. Totally. And I watched the recordings. So yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I did not expect this from our conversation today. <laughs> <laughs> but you are also excited. You have like this giant smile on your face. You're like, I am. I, I think I have like, yes, my body's definitely excited. Uh, but I feel like I am like, what? Did I really just agree to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to you, but like within yeah. myself. It's just thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because it almost fell off the table, right? So it's like an interesting like turnaround in your brain to be like, oh, this is on the table and I'm doing it in a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, but that's basically how I've lived my life. So <laughs> it's so true. how you know me, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me like a uh, vision for it really quickly. And then obviously we can hammer out details. But like, what do you see when you think like number of people, when you see like um length, container, all that kind of stuff. Number of people, 10 to 15. Okay. Maximum. Or definitely maximum 15 could expand in the second round if they are support people, but yeah. Yeah. Beta run 15 tops. Eight weeks, maybe seven to eight weeks. I don't know what standard, like, or 12, 10. I don't know. I feel like you could definitely go 12, right? Because it's kind of like what you're saying almost with your one-on-one. Not that this is exactly one-on-one, but it's like you go deep, you want to give it space, like that kind of thing. So I feel like it would be better to err on the side of it being a little longer than almost feeling too short. Yeah, I agree. And it also helps your business model a little because you don't like if it's the, the shorter it is, the more you're launching basically. You know what I mean? Which I know you don't mind launching, but you get what I'm saying. 
Yes. Okay. 12 weeks or 13 because that's a six year number. That would be ending around November, December. So that works out anyway. It's not like you'll go through the holidays. That's perfect. Cause then I wanted to launch something over Christmas, New Year's because people are so like their wallets are open. <laughs> And everyone's excited about the new year and, yes. you know, fuck, fuck the gym, buy yourself um, a pussy course instead. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> that should definitely like, be a sales email. <laughs> yeah. Or like, fuck the like, you know, whatever sweater, <laughs> like get this as a Christmas present instead. Yes. And we actually did that last launch, last time you launched, well, first time you launched Pleasure Treats. Uh, the mini course, we launched it Christmas, Christmas, New Year's, and we had two or three partners buy it for their partners. Yeah, totally. And, uh, and then we just switched them out in the list and everything so they don't get all the emails. But, um, yeah, so there's definitely more room for that. And I mean, and, and yeah, and really to use that momentum of people investing and buying, uh, for a lot of people and then, the invitation is like, get something for yourself and start the new year in pleasure. And it's a wonderful way to, to use the momentum of the spending. So are you thinking, and I mean, we don't have to decide this right now, but like, just so we have like somewhat of a trajectory, are you thinking you would do pleasure treats again? Or are you thinking that's the course opportunity? No, I think that would be the course opportunity. And then maybe launch pleasure treats again before that, because yeah, yeah, it's not like you can't run the mastermind and launch at the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. So what's now June? So we could launch pleasure treats in like, like October, November. October. Yep. And uh, and then have the new course ready by Christmas and launch that, and then have it like it launches, but the starting date would be like January. January eighth or something when I'm back yep. from my holiday. So it's not a rolling start date because I don't, I don't like that for this course. Yep. Um, so module one opens like yeah January 6th or eighth or something. So good. How does that feel? That feels really good. Yeah. I'm excited about this mastermind. If I'll go back through my old, if I can find my old journals, but like I've been writing about this for a couple of years and um, yeah. How cool meant, is that? Like this meant is to the happen, moment, though. right? It is. So I love how Erica didn't think this is how our first call would go, right? And that's what the magic of coaching is. Again, it's like that conversation we were having right before this about the interesting reasons we don't do things. And that's where coaching and seeing this can be so valuable. And so that's why the magic here of coaching is in thinking it probably won't go this way and then having it go this way is because it really helps us see the ways in which we're making up stories or standing in our own way like we all do. And it really calls us to that vision that we want. She knows she's been wanting this mastermind. She's obviously so excited about it. You can hear it and how she's talking about it and speaking about it. Like she's been wanting this, right? And that is the magic is having someone reflect to you how you can step into that, how you can go after the thing you want, why the reasons that you know, say you can't have it, maybe aren't good reasons. And so just really wanted to point that out and like give love to everyone here. That's a coach that's listening and just remind us of like how magic 
you know, the work is that we get to do and how cool it is to be able to see someone, you know, think something is going a certain way and then see the opening to be able to step into an even bigger or more aligned version of that. So you are doing magical work in the world. I believe in coaching so much. And so just appreciate you all listening. And again, if you are doing that work, just remember how important it is. Cheers. I've got cheers. (laughs) This is it. I love it. Okay, cool. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to add all this in Basecamp. I also wrote out kind of the like tentative launch schedule that we came up with. So I'll just throw that in there. So we kind of have a starting point in terms of what, when obviously it's fluid and we can move it, but I think it's just good to kind of move on that. Um, your kind of homework, I suppose you could say is waitlist page and then actual mastermind sales page starting to work through that. But like, no rush, finish your launch. Like that's not, that's not yes. a this week kind of thing. And tomorrow is a public holiday. So I'll actually oh, beautiful. sign off now and then I'll be offline until Monday. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I'll post on Instagram cause I'm launching, but otherwise I'll be offline. I yes. just forgot. Oh wait. Some I'm emails launching. will probably go out cause you're launching. Emails are automated, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> set up, <laughs> tested. Everything's good to go there. Um, and just to clarify with the waitlist or wait, yeah, waitlist page is just like copy and like a little button to, to collect emails. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We don't need them to like leave a deposit or anything like that. Yeah. It's just more like if you want to be like first know and, and hear about yeah. this first and get the best discount, this is what you're I'm excited. Have. Oh, it's going to be VA. so good. My V is going to die to create this. <laughs> oh, my God. She's probably going to be like, finally, we're doing this thing. Yeah, she's so excited about all the upcoming offers. And she's like, I can't wait to create all these things. So how beautiful yeah. to have a team member that is that excited about your business. That's such Oh, a she's gift. the best. Mm-hmm. She's the best. She's getting a hefty bonus. Now. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, cool. So this is all going in base camp. You're going to reach out to me there. Let me know what comes up, how you're doing. Let me support you. I will. And we'll go Start from there. From Monday. I'm offline. From now. Monday. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, beautiful. All okay. right. Have an amazing long weekend. Enjoy, enjoy. Let this marinate and keep me posted. Okay. I will do. Thank you, ladies. Beautiful. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.